The views and opinions expressed on My Story Living with Lupus podcast are each individual's experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. for joining me for another episode of my story living with lupus well we're in the month of may and the month of may represents lupus awareness month but before we get into it have you heard about ohio kentucky doctors among 60 charged in pain pill busts and they acted like drug dealers. We also have a special lupus champion to tell her story, Annette Timms. So, you know what to do. That's right. Grab your cup of coffee, your cup of tea, And if you're listening late at night, you know I do appreciate it. So grab your favorite glass of wine and join me right here on my story, Living with Lupus. Thank you for joining me for another episode of My Story, Living with Lupus. Before we get to our interview, did you hear about the state of Ohio and Kentucky doctors among 60 charged in pain pill busts, which they acted like drug dealers? Well, I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. Federal prosecutors charged 60 physicians and pharmacists with illegally handing out opioid prescriptions in what they say is the biggest crackdown of its kind in U.S. history. Some of the doctors are accused of trading drugs for sex, giving prescriptions to Facebook friends without proper medical exams, and unnecessarily pulling teeth to justify writing pain pill prescriptions. At least five of the patients, including a pregnant woman from Tennessee, died. The list of indicted medical professionals includes podiatrists, orthopedic specialists, dentists, general practitioners, and nurse practitioners. Prosecutors said that the specialties and methods varied among the accused, but the results in every case was the same. People addicted to pain medication received dangerous amounts of opioids, including oxycodone, methadone, and morphine. They said 
the illegal prescriptions put as many as 32 million pain pills in the hands of patients. A special strike force from the U.S. Department of Justice began making arrests, primarily in rural areas, which has been especially hard hit by addiction to heroin and pain medication. Most of the defendants face charges of unlawful distribution of controlled substances involving prescription opioids. Authorities say they gave out 350,000. That's right. 350,000 improper prescriptions in the state of Ohio, in the state of Kentucky, in the state of Tennessee, in the state of West Virginia, and in the state of Alabama. Prosecutors describe the doctors involved as drug dealers rather than medical professionals and said they were seeing a total of about 28,000 patients at the time of their arrest. If so-called medical professionals are going to behave like drug dealers, we're going to treat them like drug dealers, an assistant attorney general stated. The defendants are accused of writing or filling prescriptions outside of the course of medical practices and prescribing them despite having no legitimate medical reason to do so. So, my advice to anyone, make sure you are seen by a legitimate These doctors were legitimate, but they were money hungry. And the best way to get their money was to do harm, or should I say, further harm to people and communities. Before you take any prescription drugs, Please consult your doctor. Don't just get them from another source. Please. Before we get into our interview with our lupus champion, I want to tell you this. I was contacted by a young lady who received some advice from someone off of Facebook. She was in tremendous pain, and she said this other person told her to go and get her some Benadryl to um, help with her pain. And so I proceeded to ask her what was her medical history. And she explained to me what her medical history was, what medications she was on. I told her before she go 
and purchase anything over the counter to go either to the ER or make an appointment with her doctor before taking anything that someone told you to get off of Facebook um, regarding um, pain. Even though research has shown that Benadryl has the same ingredients that um, some pain medications has. This person who told her to go get it didn't even ask her about her medical history or what medicine she was taking. Now, I want everybody to just think, what if this young lady went and purchased Benadryl and somehow the medication she is on had a side effect? What would that individual who on Facebook would have said if she found out that this young lady was harmed? So I urge in and everybody before seeking advice from anyone on Facebook please consult with your physician Premio Handmade Gemstone Bracelets carries an array of men's and women's bracelets along with a line of lupus awareness and cancer awareness gemstone bracelets. You can follow them on Facebook or visit their store at Etsy.com or their website at www.premiobracelets.com That's P-R-E-M-I-O B-R-A-C-E-L-E-T-S dot com. Thank you for joining me back on another episode of My Story Living with Lupus. I have a champion here to tell her story about living with lupus, Miss Annette Tim's. Hello, Annette. How are you? I am doing fine. And thank you for inviting me to tell my story. I realize everyone has one and I feel honored for giving an opportunity to do this. Well, thank you so much for accepting my invitation to tell a story of a true champion who's dealing with lupus. The mic is yours. Go ahead. Hello, my name is Antoinette Timms, and I am a lupus champion. I have been physically and mentally challenged by systemic lupus for 14 years. I was given the title lupus champion by a friend who expressed that he viewed everyone with lupus as a champion. I decided to take a second look at the word champion. In the past, when I thought of a champion, sports came to mind. The definition of a champion reads, warrior, fighter. 
I decided that these words certainly describe me and us, anyone with lupus. My fight with lupus symptoms that may be associated with lupus symptoms actually began at the age of nine years old. For me, that included joint pain, chronic rashes, also fevers. Something else happened to me at the age of nine. God introduced himself to me. He created me, therefore he already knew me. This was the greatest thing that could and has ever happened to me in my life. I am thankful and consider myself blessed. After being hospitalized in October of 2004 for a high fever of an unknown origin, a rash also covered my face and body. I remember having pain in my joints so bad that I could barely walk. I remained in the hospital for two weeks. Many tests were ran along with the test results and my current symptoms, including the symptoms from the past. I received a diagnosis of lupus. For many years, I had been treated by allergists for what was thought to be just a bad case of hives and severe allergies. I was given steroids, anti-acids, epinephrine to give myself daily injections, along with antihistamines for treatment. Years later, I realized I was not getting better because I had been given an incorrect diagnosis. Eventually, the allergist told me that I was allergic to myself. Nothing different was done. I still remained on steroids from the oldest to the newest of antihistamines. The antihistamines were making me sleep most of the day, and the steroids were making me feel so many different kinds of ways. One minute I was sad. The next minute I might feel anxious or even angry. I didn't like the way I was feeling. I developed more and more lupus symptoms over the years, and the ones that I had already had gotten worse. Over the years, I have come to know and understand many things about this disease. I recognize that I can have a lupus flare at any time. This is when lupus tends to be more active. I usually require a visit to the ER for treatment. I listen to my body. There are times that I am so fatigued that I can barely walk from room to room. When my body tells me, no, not right now, I listen maybe later or tomorrow. Mentally, this disease can be very challenging. Depress depression may play a role in your life. For me, it does. As I mentioned earlier, steroids, prednisone, may have many side effects, which leads, to me and, which leads me to another experience that I had with prednisone. At the age of 29, I was put in the hospital for excessive pain. I could not walk and was screaming, because the pain was just so bad, I was feeling it from head, my head to toe. Both of my hips had completely deteriorated. The steroids had caused this condition for me. In November 1999, I received my first two hip surgeries. They were not successful. In January and March of 2000, I would receive two more. In January of 2014, I received another hip surgery. I turned 45 in the hospital. God has taught me to walk five times in my life. Yes, lupus is challenging and a big bully, but God is bigger. Everyone with lupus journey will be different. I view all of us as whole individuals, not broken. We are perfect for the purpose that God has created us for. Yes, we are lupus champions. 
Some of the attributes of a champion may include sacrifice and discipline, extraordinary determination and commitment, big dreams, willingness to learn, etc. I feel that people with lupus are sacrificing daily. We are giving of ourselves. And a lot of times, we really don't feel well. But we want to see others happy, and we enjoy doing it. We practice discipline every day by listening to our doctors and following their instructions in hopes that our efforts will provide us with some comfort and joy. Our very will to fight and press through the pain, fatigue, depression, rashes, etc. shows our extraordinary determination to live, not just to survive. We are committed to being the best person that we can be, even if it puts us out of our comfort zone. We want to do it, but sometimes our bodies say, no, not today. We dream big. One day there will be a cure for this disease, we say. We often dream of a life without lupus. A willingness to learn is one of our greatest strengths. We are always searching for ways to make our journey with, this loop, with lupus more comfortable. We read books. We attend lupus health events. We join support groups. We are constantly asking our doctors questions about lupus and our medications in hopes that we may get a better understanding about our treatment so that we can strive to live as a fulfilling life as we can. We really don't feel well, but we want to see others happy a lot of times, and we do um, get a lot of joy out of this. We do. Um, this is a very, very challenging disease. And um, I suspect I may have had lupus at nine years old, um, but I was not tested. Um, I really didn't even have the insurance to get tested at the time for this disease. Um, but I know God is real. And I mentioned a lupus champion, but God is my victory. God is the victory. Now, Annette, um, are you associated with any lupus organizations in the state that you live in? Uh, yes, ma'am. I am associated with, there is a um, lupus organization um, in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Um, actually, that is the first my rheumatologist referred me to the, to her, Miss James Seta Smith. Um, she, I contacted her, and she actually is the one that gave me information, uh, my first information about lupus. Um, it is located in, it's called the Lupus Foundation of Arkansas Incorporated, and it's lo located in Hot Springs, Arkansas. And the president, CEO, is Miss Jane Santa Smith. And um, she also uh, put on health fairs and things for people in Arkansas, or there are people that come from outside of Arkansas to attend. Um, do they have any upcoming events? Um, there is an upcoming um, that is going to be just a second. It is going to be at the main library um, in Little Rock, Arkansas. And it's going to be on the 11th. 
going to be on the 11th of May at the main library in Little Rock, Arkansas from 10 o'clock to 2 o'clock. Now, tell me the reason why it is necessary to get those who are affected by lupus to change their mindset from a lupus warrior to a lupus champion? Because actually a champion, um, when I looked up the word uh, champion, it says warrior fighter. So you want to be, we are already warriors. We are already fighters. The next step is to be a champion. And do you feel that there should be a champion campaign going on at this point? I really do feel like there should be a champion campaign going on. And I would love to get people aboard to help me support this idea. And how can people get in contact with you regarding the champion campaign? Uh, I can be reached at, my phone number is 501-786-6188, and my phone is always on. Um, At any time, if anyone have any questions about uh, the champion campaign, um, I realize that people are in different places with this disease, um, and, and that is okay. My goal is for everyone to see themselves as a champion. We are fighters. We are warriors. But we are, the next step, we are surviving. Yes, we are survivors, surviving lupus. Yes, we are lupus warriors fighting this terrible disease. Warriors and fighters equal champions. Now, once the doctor informed you that you were exhibiting signs of lupus. How did you take that? I was actually happy to finally get a diagnosis. I had been having symptoms since nine years old, and by the time I made it to a young adult, I was told by an allergist that I was allergic to myself, and I had no idea what that meant. Um, and I still didn't receive an a actual rheumatologist until I was hospitalized in 2004. And he told me, Antoinette, that's what an autoimmune disease is. You are really allergic to yourself. Your body's attacking itself. So when I got a diagnosis of lupus, I was happy because I finally knew, could put a name on the disease that I clearly had. Now, some of us with this illness have experienced strokes such as myself have you experienced strokes i have never experienced a stroke i have not okay did you have your hips replaced i have had five hip surgeries uh my first hip surgery was first two hip surgeries was in 1999 i was experiencing chronic pain um to the point where i could not stand um, I, I, my mom ended up taking me to the hospital. I didn't know what was going on with me. I knew I had been taking high doses of steroids just to be able to work a job because the inflammation would have my eyes swelling completely closed, my throat swelling up. And the only way to even 
try to have that under control was to take steroids and I also was using taking epinephrine, giving myself injections, uh, pretty much like what an EpiPen would be, but mm-hmm. I was actually injecting um, myself. But I ended up having, they could not find, I looked healthy. And so when I was put in the hospital for the chronic pain, they ran tests and finally they wanted to do an MRI. And when they did, they found out that my hips had completely deteriorated. Um, they did surgery on both of my hips, what was called a bilateral cord drilling to relieve the pressure off of my hips because they told me at 29, I was just too young to have hip replacement. And so they done that, but it was not a success. I ended up still in 2000 having two total hip replacements. Now, when your family found out, how did they take it? Some of my family is actually still in denial. Um, They really just attended last May an event um, where doctors came in and talked about at the health department, um, put on an event here in Little Rock, Arkansas, and it had doctors from UAMS and also speakers. Um, I was I was a speaker myself telling my lupus journey story, and um, we were they got a lot more educated, and they heard other people's story about lupus, and they saw that I wasn't the only one having these symptoms and feeling this way with fatigue. They didn't understand why one day I could be appear to be okay and the next day that I couldn't even get out of bed so when they actually saw other people and listened to other people's story they understood that I wasn't the only one and that that this was clearly a problem for other people other than myself and some some of my family members are still in denial they they don't understand it and they don't want me to be this way they they don't they don't want to accept it um, at these support groups, are there any men with lupus who comes in? I've seen two men that have come uh, be a part of events here in Little Rock, Arkansas with lupus. Um, the campaign, the Lupus in Living Color, that was done last May. I saw a gentleman that was a part of a part of that, but to actually just like the last uh, support group meeting I went to was last month, and there wasn't any man there. It wasn't. Okay, now what medications do your rheumatologist have you on to control the symptoms of lupus? Uh, I am taking methotrexate. Uh, I am taking amitriptyline. Um, I am still taking steroids. Uh, not necessarily every day. I have other things that have come up dealing with taking steroids over the years. Uh, and so it has to be a balance. I might not be the Typical, well, I realize everybody's story is different, but I have developed diabetes from taking steroids, and, and I developed these things really early on, like at maybe 29 or 30 from the dosage that I was on. Uh, I developed um, high blood pressure. Uh, I've had to deal with tachycardia. 
a lot of things. When the first surgery that I had, I started developing a whole, whole lot of things. And I've been on Plaquenil before. Mm-hmm. And about five years ago, my body started rejecting it. Mm-hmm. I was just throwing up. My body just wouldn't tolerate it. Um, so I've, I've taken Nectotrexate. Uh, forward and my dosage gets up, up and down, up and down. It's just about a balance what my body can tolerate at the time. Um, I also last year, um, my doctor wanted to try me on a chemo drug, Benlista, mm-hmm. and I had a treatment and my body did not respond to it well. I did not have pre meds before it, but you know, I start having problems with breathing. Um, and the medication was in my system for about eight weeks, so I had to just deal with it. I ended up going to the e- to the ER, and I just I just so many things can happen. Um, side effects with medications was no one fit for everyone, that's for sure. But steroids is usually my go-to um, for inflammation and the chronic pain. It's my body just responds to it, but it elevates my blood pressure. It uh, elevates my uh, diabetes, um, which is controlled by diet. But whenever whenever steroids are introduced in my system, everything that is uh, calm for the moment, it gets it back riled up. Now, what would you tell a young person who has been recently diagnosed and they go on social media and see the negative side of lupus and never see anything positive. What would you like for a young person to know? Everyone's story is is different. And although everyone that has lupus, they're in different places in their life. Negativity with social media, um, that was my first experience with people with lupus. I used, to, I used to think that I was the only one in the world like this. I never talked to anybody that had these type of symptoms that was going through this. So when I got a hold of social media and saw that people were going through this, at first I thought, wow, I finally see people like me. But when I look further You know, I noticed that although we had the same disease, we didn't view things the same. So you got to really be careful with what you're looking at and listening to. You want to remain as positive as as possible. And if that's not what you're getting when you're visiting these sites, you might want to take a second look at it. You need to find someone that is positive. And you, you can talk about lupus and still have a positive outlook. You know, and that's why I love the campaign of a lupus champion. And I had someone tell me I was a champion. And that, that, you know, and I see why they could tell me that. But I see what they, what they saw in me. I see in others. We are champions. You have to embrace that. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. Now, what would you tell family members who really don't understand about how this illness can affect our body. I would tell them to attend support groups with 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 your loved one that has lupus, if possible, attend support group meetings. Um, 
that you're, you're really going to get a better understanding what really goes on mentally and physically with your loved one. If you, if you can find a way to attend these and they need the support, we need that. We do. We need the support. If you could go, you know, my parent, my uh, family, they've only gone really to one and it's just like their eyes were open. Uh, even though I had been telling them these things all these years, to hear it coming from someone else, it's like their eyes were open. Well, I didn't really understand what you were going through, is what they told me. They didn't really understand. But to just to hear it sometimes, just to hear it from someone else and to see will help. All right. This has been a lupus champion story. And I would like to thank you so much for joining us on My Story Living with Lupus, Miss Towns. Thank you, Miss Susan, for having me. All right. Abundant Harvest Aquaponics, planting seeds to grow food and creating opportunities for people and families. You can contact this nonprofit organization at www.abundantharvestaquaponics.org. If you would like to appear on an episode of My Story Living with Lupus, you can contact us at My Story Living with Lupus at gmail.com also visit us on our instagram page and also our website my story living with lupus a champion we as true champions maintain fire regardless of what tries to put it out you see when lupus knocks us down as a champion we get up even when we can't when those flares attack our body and the pain and the uncertainty has come as a true champion that we are we will fight through anything. We as champions don't count the days. We make each and every day count. You see, we possess the mark of great champions because we have the ability to come back from defeat. Just think of it this way. If you rose up this morning and had the function of your mind, eyes, arms, ears, hands, legs, feet, and mouth, regardless if you're in pain and you have the ability to say, thank you, God, for your grace and mercy. And you really have a grateful heart. You are a champion. 
and know that God is not through with any of us yet. You see, we get in a boxing ring every day. This boxing ring is called living with lupus. Sometimes it knocks us down, but we rise up. We rise up like the day. We rise up in spite of the pain. We rise up a thousand times again. Don't allow anyone to tell your story. Only you can. So won't you rise up and allow your voice to be heard in this fight. I thank you for joining me for another episode of my story, Living with Lupus. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks, and may you continue to be blessed and rise up. You're broken down and tired of living life on the merry-go-round. And you can't find a fighter, but I see it in you, so we gon' walk it out. We gon' walk it out and move on
to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. 